Accomplishment Coaching is proud to present the following fine programming. Accomplishment Coaching, where coaches lead and leaders coach. AccomplishmentCoaching.com Welcome back to The Coaching Show with your host, Master Certified Coach Christopher McCollum. And joining us today is a guest co-host, joining us all the way from beautiful British Columbia, Victoria, B.C. to be exact, is Darren Bridge. That's D-A-R-R-I-N-B-R-I-D-G-E, just like a bridge. She's a personal and professional development coach and a mentor coach working with adults in their, in their lives who directly influence the next generation's ability to unleash their power. Darren, uh, the best way to get a hold of you is email Darren, D-A-R-R-I-N, the coach at gmail.com. True? And not hearing Darren. I can hear you. Oh, there we go. Okay. okay. Sorry, I said you got it. That is my email address and the best way to get a hold of me. Great. The um, uh, longtime sponsor of this program, frequent listeners will know, is Accomplishment Coaching. Accomplishment Coaching is an ICF accredited, of course, coaches training program. It's a, um, approved and you can get certified through it and get ready for your PCC. It's a one-size program. In other words, I don't know about you, but I, I don't like those programs where it's like you do module A and then you can do module B or C and then you can do module D and it feels like you're going to be in training for the rest of your life. At Accomplishment Coaching, you get one training program. Now, this is not any training program. This is not an off-the-shelf training program. This is a year-long, intense, small group, in-person coaches training program designed from the very beginning to be the world's finest coach training program and they're not kidding by any measure the hours of coaching the hours of being coached the actual they actually provide a coach for an entire year who's a graduate of their work they also uh give you feedback on your coaching at the pcc level so you're ready to coach at the higher levels not the you know basic levels of coaching and um just an extraordinary extraordinary uh endeavor accomplishment coaching darren i know that you've done their program what would you like people to know about the work of accomplishment coaching and the world's finest coach training program? Um, Just how heart centered it is. And as a coach, I think the best experience you can get is a being coached with which accomplishment coaching provides and getting feedback on your own coaching live, super valuable. Yes, indeed. And listen, around here, we believe that everybody who is a coach should have a coach that you know as tom crane tells us being a coach means being coachable and so i love that uh all accomplishment coaching coaches leaders and everybody in the organization has a coach in addition to being a coach and they've all gone through the same training program that uh they're touting so everybody knows from the inside what it's like to work with those distinctions and tools and it's an extraordinary program again anyone uh, can can get an invitation to come and observe their coaches training program in person. Simply go to accomplishmentcoaching.com. And Darren, uh, we know that you know, so tell us again what cities they're in and available to. Um, yes, you can visit Accomplishment Coaching in San Diego, Seattle, Chicago, New York City, Washington, D.C., and Victoria, B.C., Canada. I know, I know Victoria is your hometown and it's beautiful there and a lot of people should go there, but 
we could really use coaching in Washington D.C. really badly. <laughs> also, <coming. laughs> also, there's a uh, a fly-in program for people who want to uh, do the program but don't live near one of those cities uh, in San Diego, California. And what a great place to fly to through in the winter and the summer. Uh, if you're interested in that program, I think registration is only open for another six weeks or three weeks or something. So check it out immediately. Go to accomplishmentcoaching.com, uh, the world home of the world's finest coach training program, and of course the world's finest coaches. Um, Darren, let's talk a little bit about you. I know that our, our next guest from uh, was to be joining us from Australia, but something seems to be not working. So it gives us an opportunity to delve uh, in a little bit more with you. When you look at coaching and the, and the work that you do, I know one of the things you said you're up to or have been up to is you're formally on the board of your local ICF chapter. What does that bring you? What is it, what, you know, it, it seems from out here like an opportunity to give a lot of your time and energy, but what did you get from that? Um, what I got from it was um, experience and relationship with coaches from not just from my community, but from all different genres of coaching mm. um, and seeing that there's uh, lots of ways of being with people and lots of ways of asking coaching questions and um, for me, really, a lot of assuredness that my coach training was second to none, <laughs> not to plug the program, but totally, truly believe that. Um, and just how globally um, and growing the coaching profession is, it's everywhere. And people are um, loving it and making huge strides, not only in their goals and projects, but in their own relationship with themselves, their personal beings and their relationships with everybody. It's truly a holistic experience. Great. And for your leadership, anything come out of hanging out with the, the local board? Um, yes. Lots of, uh, how do I say this? Um, how do you say it politely, do you mean? <laughs> how do I say it politely because I am Canadian? Yeah, actually um, really making sure my voice is heard, um, knowing that the way I see a project that we might be developing in our community, like that my input might be different versus, well, this is how we've always done it. So this is how we're going to do it. And it's like, Hey, how about this way? So in the, and then being okay with a no, if my voice wasn't the one to be heard in that time. So a lot of power in my voice is what I experienced on the board. Clear. Well, thanks for, yeah. for thanks for your service, and we, of course, recommend that anybody within the sound of our voice check out the International Coach Federation and go to a local chapter meeting. Check out what coaches are doing and who the coaches are in your uh, community. As I said, I just spoke at one uh, here locally in San Diego, California, America's finest city, and was um, just delighted with the interaction and the level of learning and the level of um, uh, participation by the San Diego Professional Coaches Alliance. You can find them online, by the way, at sandiegocoaches.com if you're in this part of the world. Uh, Darren, what's the what's the dubba for the local uh, ICF chapter up in Vancouver? Uh, sorry, Victoria. Forgive it's me. up in Victoria. Um, you know what? Um, first of all, that was a great picture of you at that event. I saw it on Facebook. Um, and I actually have to Google what the local chapter is Alrighty, because... Okay. Yeah, I yeah, keep I submarining you with all these things. I know you do. Um, let's remind, while you're looking at that, let's remind our listeners that if you want a copy of 
our first guest, Dr. David Drake's new book, Narrative Coaching, The Definitive Guide to Bringing New Stories to Life, second edition. You don't have to go buy it on Amazon, although you're welcome to. You could write an email to producer at the coaching show. Don't forget the the thecoachingshow.com. And if you're number seven, if your email is number seven, lucky number seven, you will get that book for free. Uh, it's And if not, go buy it anyway, because this is an extraordinary way to coach your clients and to sort of unlearn some of our, those of us that have been coaching for a while could use some unlearning of our habits and um, automatic automaticities in our coaching presence and in our coaching approach. Um, it seems to me clear that our uh, that our guest for this segment, uh, who was going to talk about health and health coaching, is um, somehow either detained or, or there was some glitch. I want to talk to you then, Darren, about uh, uh, the work that you do. I know one of your passions is working with people that influence the next generation, people who are in the position I'm imagining, not just parents, but also teachers, coaches, maybe um, counselors in schools, but also like maybe youth pastors or other people that are um, responsible for being a leader for young folks. Is is that right? Is that who you work with? Uh, absolutely. Um, my passion, my favorite people on the planet are young people that are 16 to 25. And I find that my style of coaching doesn't serve that age group. So um, I've managed to serve them indirectly by um, helping those people that you mentioned, the parents, the teachers, the counselors, people that have an influence of how our kids experience themselves and the world to help them move their stuff, as we say in coaching, their views of the world, their beliefs, their past hurts and traumas out of the way and actually clear a space where our kids can explore their vision, their hearts, their dreams without a lot of the shoulds and this is the way you do it influences that um, we give our kids. We love them and we want them to have the best experience um, and be safe and comfortable. And it's not that it's ill intent or bad advice. It's just not necessarily applies in 2017. The world is changing. So, um, well, let's, let's delve a little deeper. So um, I've got my own answer, but what do you think is the number one message that you carry to these people who are impacting the lives of of children and maybe it's not fair to to say all of them but let's start with parents when you work with parents what's the number one sort of dominant message that you find that you're either delivering or trying to get them to shift um please put yourself first nice (laughs) to the parents because what are they doing instead well they're don't like I find that they are fueling their own lives on their leftovers, right? Because our parents and people like that are giving so much to their kids and their families. And it's not that there's anything wrong with that, but that um, I'm a mom, I can speak that end up fueling ourselves from the leftovers mm-hmm. versus it's kind of that oxygen mask on the plane theory, right? That if you actually put the oxygen mask on yourself first so that you are (laughs) breathing, but vital and really clear and strong and um, empowered, that that's who you will be in relationship with your kids. And that is the benefit for them. Really clear. Um, 
yeah, my uh, may I give you my answer? Yeah, I would love to hear. I like your I like yours better. By the way, I think <laughs> yours is the better answer. But cool. uh, when I run into, and I think I think this is more of a father thing than a mother thing, um, in my experience. And forgive me for being uh, both heteronormative and maybe uh, uh, insensitive in some way to the to the LGBTQ parental community because. I, I only know my own experience, right, which is generally with, uh, unfortunately, it's, it's predominantly with heterosexual couples who are parenting a child. And what I notice in those couples and fathers is they're trying to be their kid's friend. Mm. I can't tell you how many clients I've had where I suggested to them that maybe uh, being their kid's friend was other seven-year-old's jobs. You know, and that the parent had a different job, <laughs> like preparing them for life and, you know, setting clear boundaries and stuff like that. Right. Um, uh, do you run into that at all? Or you think that's just my little my little corner of the world? Oh, no, absolutely. I run into that. And I also run into that people know that they're doing it, but they don't know how to be any differently. They're really scared their kids and really everyone in the world won't like them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, so it's not actually about their kids liking them. It's about other people liking them, and we put that on our kids. Right, and people already don't like me, so I'm used to it. I think, I think that's my contribution to the planet. Well, that probably which allows you to be that way with your kids, right? Nice. <laughs> so nice. other seven-year-olds can be their friends. <laughs> yes, um, which is weird because my kids are 30. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> my kids are young. They're 10 and 8. They get Your to... kids are adorable. Thanks. Uh, all people's kids are adorable. Let's, uh, <laughs> let's talk about what about people who aren't parents, people who are sort of once removed, the aunts, the uncles, the, the teachers maybe, maybe even pastors or youth ministers or youth um, uh, coaches. What's the, what's the dominant message there? What are, you, what are you mostly bringing to people there who want to contribute to the kids and feel like they're it's their job to contribute the kids get them just listen to them and get them right they don't need anybody else telling them what to do they need a space to hear their own voice out loud and what they would say next if someone wasn't telling them what they should think do say next i love that hear their own voice i can sometimes um hear that in my kids right because they'll They'll put, uh, they'll like try on different ways of being, right? They'll be like mm-hmm. really arrogant, like, you're not the boss of me. And, and I have to remind them that actually, you know, <laughs> it's kind of it's my job. And then, um, you know, but then sometimes they'll try being coy or sometimes try and be aloof or Kardashian like or whatever they've seen recently de- demonstrated. Um, is there a way that uh, adults currently are? missed missing a step with our kids is there something that you would have all adults who are dealing with children or being role models for kids take on this week if you could wave your magic wand um yeah about allowing kids to have and express their feelings Hmm. right like to really get that feelings are normal like even if you're mad at dad or mom or whatever that Feelings are actually normal, and just to notice them, honor them, and release them. That humans have feelings, and they're little humans. So just allow it, kind of like let the storm blow through, rather than mm-hmm. trying to trying to corral or stop the storm. Absolutely, um, yeah. I like that. My family uh, trained me in something else, 
which was a little different, <laughs> called I'll Give You Something to Cry About. But, you know, mm-hmm. I hear your approach, too. <laughs> what about... Um, what about people who, who may not have a clear role right now, right? Like maybe they're not a coach or maybe their sport is out of season. Maybe they're, they're not working at the school. But they have a, a commitment to developing young people. And we may not just be talking about children here, but teens and those things. What can we do? Is it, is, is it enough to just walk around being a good person in life? Or is there, is there something we can give our time and attention to that would make a difference? Um like a particular organization? Sure, or anything. I mean, do you do you, is it a good idea for us to go down to the, you know, to the local whatever we believe in, like the Y or the Boys and Girls Club or something and volunteer? Or is it a bad idea if we don't have training because we're just going to get our um, you know, drive for power all over these young people? <laughs> um, I don't actually think you need any particular training to um sit with a kid and just be with them and listen and be a safe space for them to express their feelings and concerns and not to give them any advice, but to ask them how they feel about it. What do they see to do about it? Like just to be a space to reflect back for them to get in relationship with that inner voice that we all have, but we're taught to ignore or (laughs) we're taught to listen to something else. So really getting them um, to trust themselves to trust adults and to trust their visions for their future and the world. They are the future of our planet. So let's help them develop those visions. Beautiful. So great. Um, and you, you work with adults who want to make a bigger difference, want to open up the kids to explore the world in their own hearts. Um, is there a, is there a program that you put people through or they just start working with you and then when their goals are fulfilled, it's that's how long it took. Um, yes, to all of that. <laughs> so yes, they have, um, or I help them develop certain goals. Um, and it, the goal is usually more about how they want to experience themselves as a parent or role model or leader of these kids. Um, and so I do have uh, a program that I run them through but it's very a loose outline because I'm going to also let each person guide where they need to spend more time, where they feel like they've already got it. And Consistent with your work, right, which is to let people find their own way. Yeah, yes, yes, okay. exactly. Okay, great. Let's go a little bit of a different direction because I really get that you know your stuff when it comes to mentoring and bringing up young people. What about, uh, I know that you're, part of your bio is that you're a mentor coach. What's the value in mentor coaching? Why should people consider mentoring other coaches? I mean, isn't that, uh, I'm imagining that some people are thinking like, hey, I'm making my competition better. Why would, why would we do that? And what have you gotten from doing it? Mm, what a great question. Um, so much. I heard, um, I heard someone say one time, it might have been you, Christopher, I'm not sure, but uh, that you're not a leader until you've trained a leader who has trained a leader. Isn't that awesome? Yes. Yes. So I really get that. Um, my job is to, um, become more myself, right. To be a more authentic leader and be the space for other people to grow their leadership, like to actually leap over me if that's the way it's going. But, um, also the other thing I get is, um, really just laser, 
honing of my own coaching skills. Mm. And I get to take that not only to my clients that I mentor, but also to my um, private clients as well. This makes me a better coach and a better leader and honestly a better human being because mm-hmm. I'm more me and I'm the best human I can be. So <laughs> I love that. That's my experience too. I've, I've been with myself when I've been coached and I've been my, with myself when I'm not coached and I'm a better human when I'm coached. I like that. So I'm coached for life. I don't know about you. Yeah, um, absolutely. The, the, so one of the things that I feel about mentor coaching is, you know, you've, you've heard me say more than once that I think that we all should have coaches. If you're going to be a coach, you got to have a coach. Yeah. But also, man, you know, we get into, I get into, maybe you don't, but I get into routines and ruts and patterns of thought and ways of being with clients. You know, the other day I was, I was with a client and I checked myself and I was looking at my phone. What the hell am I doing? Get back in there, right? But probably I did that like 400 times before I caught myself and before I did anything about it, right? Like, oh, you know, maybe I get a call. Uh, Who knows? What could be more important than a client, right? So we do have those things. And somehow uh, either having somebody observe us during coaching, obviously with our client's permission, or recording the session with our client's permission, and then getting feedback from another coach, holy bajoli, that uh, it reveals so much. And, you know, I walk around, like many coaches and leaders I know, thinking that I'm pretty good. And then you hear yourself or you hear your voice or you hear the pause or you hear the artificial tone in your voice. Like, what would that look like? And you're just like, oh, I want to shoot myself right there. Not really, people. It's not a threat. <laughs> I'm just saying, you know, I'm, I'm uh, really disappointed in myself sometimes when I hear myself. But I only do that because I've got a mentor situation set up. So, um... Uh, my my beseechment of our listener today is to make sure that you have some sort of feedback loop so that you're getting some feedback on your coaching. Don't just go out there and think you're the hottest thing, although you are. You look beautiful. But although you may think you're the hottest thing out there, get some structures and support around you so that you can be even better, yeah? Oh, absolutely. Um, I love what you said, like someone that is actually reflecting the nuances of who you're being. Like, sure, overall, I'm a good person and a good coach. But when those nuances start showing up, right, like where um, I'm not really connected with my client, because like you said, I'm looking at my phone or something. When people are watching and observing you, they pick up on that and reflect it. And now I get to go to my own coach and kind of look at why am I checking out when people are talking about their feelings or something, right? And I I really see where it's my stuff getting in the way of um, coaching, right? Being more open. And so when I can shift my stuff out of the way, now we have an even clearer, more shiny surface to grow with my client. I'm sorry, what? No, I'm kidding. I was with you. (laughs) I'm just playing. (laughs) Yes, that's an excellent point. Hey, I couldn't have you on uh, without asking you this. As a formal dental dental hygienist, uh, that whole thing about flossing, we we don't have to, right? It's just a it's just a thing brought to us by the evil floss institute, (laughs) the the evil dark floss people. Is that true? The dark web? 
Well, I find that, you know, where my two professions could cross is that my job is to make sure that, you know, you're supposed to floss and that you know how to, whether you do it or not is totally up to you. (laughs) (laughs) And there's that, and there's that giving me the freedom thing again. You're so consistent. That's Darren Bridge. If you want to work with her, if you want to talk to her, if you want to find out more about her, uh, email her at Darren, D-A-R-R-I-N, the coach at gmail.com. I thank you so much for being with us today. And uh, Victoria, BC is in good hands as long as you're there. We also want to say thanks to Dr. David B. Drake, founder and CEO of the Moment Institute in the San Francisco Bay Area, a pioneer in the field of narrative coaching. Again, if you write an email to producer at thecoachingshow.com, you can be entered to win the, his new book, Narrative Coaching, The Definitive Guide to Bringing New Stories to Life. Meanwhile, go check out wbecs.com and uh, get his Narrative Coach program, which starts January 9th. So get in on that. And then uh, narrativecoaching.com or narrativecoach.com or go to Twitter, Narrative Coach. I thank you, my dear listener, for listening again to another edition of The Coaching Show each and every week, bringing you people out on the cutting edge of coaching or just plain interesting in the field of coaching as we develop our profession. Thanks for listening. Thanks for always being interested in what's happening. And um, uh, as we close the year, we'll be here through the end of the year. And then next year, got a whole new slate of extraordinary guests and topics, including... Um, political coaching and we'll talk about sex coaching and lots more it's the coaching show right here on wsradio.com or wherever fine podcasts are available each and every week bringing to you people out in the cutting edge of coaching i thank you my dear listener for listening and as we say to you each and every week we'll talk to you next week have a great day Nowadays, internet devices are an integral part of your home. Everyone in your family has a smartphone, tablet, or a computer. Life is easier knowing that all your devices are secured and your family can surf the internet carefree. ESET Multi-Device Security Pack does just that. One license for all your devices. With ESET, it's simple to stay protected and save money. Enjoy safer technology with ESET Multi-Device Security Pack at ESET.com. That's ESET.com. Do you want to be a professional coach? Are you in business trying to make a real difference with people you manage or work with? Have you started a coaching practice that isn't quite getting off the ground? Get the skills you need to be a successful coach today with the Coach's Training Program from Accomplishment Coaching. The Coach's Training Program will show you how to help others focus and be more fulfilled. Whether you want to improve your company's bottom line or create a thriving coaching practice, Accomplishment Coaching can give you the distinctions and practices you need to coach others effectively today. Accomplishment Coaching has spent six years developing a cutting-edge coaches training program that will have you ready to coach people professionally in just 12 months, and you don't have to take time off work to do it. To find out more about the Coaches Training Program, just call 1-888-548-6813. That's 1-888-548-6813. Hi, Scale listener. This is David Finkel, co-host with Jeff Hoffman of Scale Your Business. I wanted to let you know that our newest book, Scale, was just released and to encourage you to get your copy. The book will give you seven proven principles to grow your business and get your life back. Scale will help you work less by getting your business to produce more. Get your copy online or at your local bookseller. For more information, visit us online at scaleyourbusinesstoolkit.com. Cybersecurity is the fastest growing job sector. 
The San Diego Mayor's Cyber Cup encourages kids to consider computer security as an interesting course of study and a valuable career path. Securing our eCity helps lead this youth competition to create interest and awareness among students and their schools. The San Diego Mayor's Cyber Cup. Learn more at securingourecity.org or call 619-630-2444. Do you love wine, but it doesn't love you back in the morning? Then it's time to try Alcotox, the ultimate hangover cure. Alcotox is a dietary supplement that reduces the harmful side effects of alcohol, and it benefits all alcohol consumers, not just those who occasionally overindulge. So now, for less than the cost of a drink, you can wake up hangover-free. To learn more, go to vinvillage.com and let Alcotox make hangovers a thing of the past. 